1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Time now for Coming In Hive brent wallace and former ottawa senators bobby ryan and jason york
2: hi everybody happy monday welcome to the show brent wallace alongside uh, everybody's favorite family members jason york and bobby ryan good morning good morning well it's family day here in uh in Ontario, Bob. That's the reason.
0: Oh, just another made up holiday for a four day weekend that <laughs> you guys seem Garmin. to roll through once a month up hey, there. Wait.
2: It's President's Day in the US. Speaking of made up holidays. <laughs> yes, a day to honor all the presidents, not for your family members. No. Nobody likes your family, do they? Can you name me all the presidents? No. How many presidents have there been? Forty six. No. Forty eight. I think it's forty eight.
0: Huh? Oh. I'll like we'll yeah. have, to, we'll have to Google that, but it wasn't in my nerd report. So why would I know how many presidents there were? <laughs> <I don't, laughs> the,
3: the, 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 the end of the day, why do you even need to know this stuff or study this stuff anymore? Because all you got to do is pick up your phone, and say "Hey Siri, name me all the presidents," and there you go. There's your answers.
0: The exactly. <laughs> why did I? Why did I start with? Oh, this? It's, it's just it's so you not, know it is forty. It is forty six
3: oh yeah wally wally it's not like the days when the encyclopedia salesman knocked on your door and tried to talk your parents into buying all the britannicas did you have the the encyclopedias Yorkie? when you walked into to my house on 21 stanwood drive there was a row of encyclopedias <laughs> that were there if you wanted to know anything you had to get this book bob and look up
0: the answer that's unbelievable yeah i i I think I'm just a little too late for that. <laughs> never, yeah. what? What's that? I What's never had encyclopedias, on that's for sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Encyclopedia Britannica.
2: Molly uh, well, knows what I'm talking about. He's 60 years old. I had, No, I'm not, thankfully. And I did have, uh, in, I don't think I had Britannica, but we did have a set of encyclopedias. Mm-hmm. And went to the library. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right yeah. Man, I get on board fun. with that. Can we, all right, can we move on? Is this yeah, uh, it'd be great? Uh, yeah. That'd okay, be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, how
3: uh, many hours school. sleep do you have? How many hours sleep do you get last night? You look exhausted.
0: I was just going to say, well, we spent 27 hours moving the last two days and Lindsay did most of the work, so I can't take any credit, but, uh, we got into bed, uh, ele- I got almost eight hours, so I was just That's exhausted really though. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a. Uh, and we're still not done. Now we have to go meet the movers and then drive to Georgia. So we got a long day ahead of us. Well,
3: I was, uh, I was, in, I was in Brockville this weekend, but I only, I only went up. So there, there's a Brockville Winter Classic. Big, huge charity event they mm. do up there. It's amazing. A bunch of guys came in. Saw Brian McGratton. Oh, nice. What a, great, what a great guy. But anyhow, guys got in there Friday night. And they were there Friday night, Saturday night. Sunday, guys had to play three games on the Saturday, and we played our uh, alumni game on the Sunday. Guys were exhausted by by Sunday. Poor Donald had like you could tell he had the uh, he had the toothpicks to keep his eyes open. <laughs> he listened.
0: Yeah, to a eyes. couple oh, late yeah. nights for the boys. Oh, I was yeah, supposed to, I was going to drive up for the or drive up. I was going to fly up for this, but I just couldn't make it work.
3: Yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, yeah, I got to see the Daigle, Andre Wa. My D partner Donald. That's a there's a business decision for you for you, Bobby. Playing yeah. one of these games, I said Donald, come on back and play D, because I know he's gonna like go back and get every puck. He's Take going it. from
2: both corners.
3: He's going from both corners. But uh, who tries
2: know. harder, Neeler or Donald?
3: Mm. Donald's just always going around buzzing around fast, but Donald Kneel- doesn't know how to slow down. I would say Neeler. Mm. Neeler tries pretty hard. Did, they,
2: did his team win?
3: We were all on the same team. And then, uh, and, uh, but, but Nealer, he was exhausted by Sunday too. Like, it's a, <laughs> it's, a long, it's a long weekend, but great. No, it's such a good, good event and it's so well run. They actually, one of the things they did during the game, because we're playing against a local team of, of players that they put together, five-minute mark, they send out the Timbits. So 30 kids, probably the ages of three to eight, come buzzing on the ice and they take over the game and we got to play against these little guys oh, it was it was it was so you know that age right the little guys are mm-hmm. buzzing around the ranks that was that, that was a that was whoever thought of that was was very smart but then we let them score they had to score like six goals against us so the the timbits won the game we ended up losing
2: <laughs> the <laughs> was, alumni went down we went down there's no way Nealer's standing for that um will mcintyre in the chat just says thank yorkie thanks yorkie uh it was great having you down donna was amazing came to see my u18 before practice was amazing so uh donna's uh, a good man he, he gets it uh, but for all of you uh, hey i know you raised a lot of money for charity uh well done i know terry ryan was there uh, oh. great to see yeah. like you had some great talent down there
3: yeah yeah todd gill was out there um well, uh I said Gratz, uh, Lori Boshman, Jesse Winchester. Um, have you guys speaking of Terry Ryan, have you guys watched Shorzy? Oh yeah. No. Oh, I got into it last night. I couldn't stop watching. Hilarious. <laughs> That's it's so hilarious. well, you gotta give it a watch. It's so funny. It's, I don't it's, like fun uh, I know you don't. Yeah. It's got uh Terry Ryan's actually not a bad actor. He does a pretty good job. He
0: does a good job. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I think it's a great show. It's, uh, he. I love he, it.
3: Terry showed up and his equipment didn't make it, so he had to borrow somebody's skates and somebody's gear. It was so funny.
0: That's ta- I would I would go home before I borrow <laughs> stuff. I can't do oh, it.
3: Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. No, fun weekend. Good. All right.
2: Uh, great. Can we move on? Let's do it. We have <laughs> the pictures. I'm going to keep talking. Uh, how's Marty, by the way? Oh, you did see Marty in Florida, but uh, back yeah, that he's up great. a few
3: days. Marty looks like he can still play. He's still in great shape. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's living the life, living in Florida. Got a couple daughters. They play tennis. He's a tennis dad now. Um, still involved heavily in hockey. Marty Havlat is uh, well. He
2: was the GM for the Czech team. At yeah, the so
3: they lost. So that's so how they do in Europe. They fire everybody. And they, call, and they call Marty back a couple of days later. Yeah, you're fired, but we're going to now make you the assistant GM. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Optical. Optically, no. we have to make this look like we're going to make some changes. So they made Peter Nedved the GM. Marty's now the assistant GM. Wow. They got Marek Ziglicky's in there as one of the coaches. Thomas Placanit's so thoughts. But, uh, no, that's what Marty does. He's, he's, uh, they're building up. Well, he's pissed because Czech doesn't have a team in this next uh, – yeah, the four nations. Event, right? With the four teams,
2: he's like – but this makes no sense. It really doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But but I don't want to get off track. But what do you do with teams that have good players, like Anze Kopitar, but you can't put in a competitive yeah. hockey team? What do you do? Well, see, the Czechs – there's a difference between
0: Slovenia and Czechs. They're good no, no, I, to, yeah. I understand
2: that. But do you have five teams then?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to have a natural stopping point. But, yeah, I mean, teams that can actually – compete and play checks um you could do i
2: think you should do six i was gonna say u.s canada and six and Sweden, finland check yeah. like on the outside slovakia though slovakia. it's not quite the same as it used to be it's not it's uh, yeah same. so but that's it yeah you have to give
0: and then you have to stop it because other than that you're making team north america again which is right a
2: little so that's ridiculous. the only thing yeah um uh, yeah i only want to see the olympics i don't i don't care too much about the four nations cup based get on the, just who you've eliminated get the young
3: mm-hmm. guns back the old you remember the young guns team
2: yep the Connor mcdavid team that there was fun it.
3: yeah yeah it was did you good you that did, you, did you play in that game bob
0: no i did not no,
3: like that, no. Was a, that was a while ago but that that thing got a little buzz going
0: yeah well they Is played that preseason i remember the preseason game canada russia or canada excuse me canada u.s played in uh in Ottawa, I took a bunch of the boys because we were starting training camp the next couple of days. So we all went to the game, and it was it was a good game. the The, the boys were playing hard, so it was a good. I, I enjoyed that tournament. I, I, I enjoyed watching that.
2: Me too. Me too. Yeah. I do remember asking because Todd uh, Brad Marchand was in Canada. Obviously, he was. So they had the sends room, and I think he had Fish's locker stall. But he was at his ultimate pest. Top of his game, so there was <laughs> yeah. just. Did it feel weird to be in here? Because I think, did he not spear Zach Smith or something? Oh, I'm yeah. sure he did, but I don't remember. <laughs> he, I think he, he got his I suspension. Remember. I something feel like happened.
0: His, oh, he Boro. remember what he did with Boro was the the neon. He went low. Yes, on Boro. and then there was yeah.
2: Yes, and then Boro something about the kick his dog. I can't. <laughs> I there was it got out of hand there for a bit. Anyway, <laughs> ne, never a dull moment with Brad marshall uh, All right. Let's get All right. to the sense. All right. Let's let's go. Let's rip the sends. Come on. Enough. We of got that. some we, <laughs> so maybe maybe this isn't a good family day show. We uh, <laughs> we got some business to take care of. As always, let's welcome our new partner to the show, Douglas Mattress. Oh, he's such a uh, good guy member of the coming in hot family name canada's best mattress on canadian living unrivaled comfort and feel motion isolation Sleep's cool, release pressure points uh, great value more than 200 000 canadians love douglas mattress over 10,000 5 five-star reviews easy online ordering coast-to-coast delivery usually uh, one to four business days get it delivered at your doorstep 365 risk-free trial uh you don't like it just get a full refund uh every mattress comes with um two memory foam pillows and two pillow protectors and a luxurious cotton sheet set and a mattress protector over a $650 value when you order your Douglas mattress. So order today at Douglas.ca slash CIH, please.
0: The show is all excuse me, also brought to you. No, no, it's not. They're gone. Oh, Oh, there they are. They're back. (laughs) 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 Punisher excavating the heavy civil general contractor in both the public and the private sector. When planning your next project, consider them for your aggregate supply needs, including all things equipment rentals, haulage and floating, concrete formwork. Uh, they move stuff. You can find them at com or at 613-432-1120. BEI is helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. Hiring now for the summer months and the spring months, excuse me. Uh, and as always, please slow down in construction zones.
2: And...
3: And if you're looking for a fun night out, you gotta check out Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. Do you know who's one of the best axe throwers around? I heard, guys, it's Douglas Mattress. He's unbelievable. <laughs> Loves to go axe throwing. Uh, kids twelve up can. You gotta throw accompanied by a guardian. Uh, if you're looking for that birthday party, some team building, or just having a great night out uh, with your significant other, you gotta check it out. Um, battlegrounds axe throwing it's located at 2615 lancaster road it's safe it's fun it requires no practice just come on down to the facility and the coaches will show you how it's done and we'll show you the
2: ropes you can book at battlegrounds.com so speaking of throwing i feel like we're throwing darts at this point at the fact that ottawa has now dropped two in a row to two teams below them in the standings which when you look at the standings there's not a lot of teams there uh what do we think of when we see the ottawa senators drop that game to chicago despite the fact let's go they outshot them 42 to 22 I oh, we'll say they carried the play was it just simply peter Muradzik or uh were they not what they should have been
0: well the goal stole a game wouldn't you agree um, I I I think so. You know, when you look at all the metrics of, or the excuse me, the statistics on the left hand side of that that board, forty two outside of the face off battle, you get fifty percent on the power play. You only take two penalties. Um, those if I'm if I'm picking a team that I think wins based just on solely statistics, it's it's going to be the Sens in this one. So um, they did carry the pace of play. I thought they were the better team, but yeah, Mar- the goalie stole one and. Um, and corpussol did not and it's yeah. it's basically is, all is really that an easy
2: up. way Yo. to put the Corpus Allo thing i don't maybe. think he i don't
0: know yeah. uh, maybe the maybe the goal on the bedard goal but i don't know he probably loses that puck through the screen um but it, it obviously it still goes what seven hole i guess you would call that right through <laughs> i don't know right here Yorkie, is that what yeah.
3: yeah those sometimes those go in it's yeah yeah it's just it's what we were talking about. This is going to be a really important stretch to see what, if Corpusello can get some consistency in his game because he gives you hope. It's like, oh, okay, he's playing well. Then all of a sudden you play two games where, like, let's, at the end of the day, look at the save percentage in the two losses. And it's just, you can't win. <laughs> When you're goaltender, somebody sent a tweet out the other day. It, it talked about when the Senators get an above 900 save percentage, their yep. record, it just goes through the roof. And when it's not, they lose. And that's pretty well what it's like in the National Hockey League. If you don't have consistent goaltending, you're not going to win. No, you're not. And we can pick apart mistakes here, mistakes there. If you flip the camera around though and look at the other team, When Ottawa gets those 40-plus shots, there's all kinds of mistakes being made by the other team, but the difference is the goalie makes saves, and that's pretty well hockey, and there's no better example than you get to the playoffs. That's when the goaltending is like it's just basically a game of goalie. That's what it is. It's like whoever has the better goalie is winning, but Ottawa, it's just – it's scary because if, if he doesn't figure it out,
2: like they're stuck with this contract for the next, what is it, four years? Oh, yeah, so it, they're twelve. Yeah. Ottawa's twelve two and one with Jonas Corpusalo may is an above nine hundred save percentage.
3: Yeah, it's 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 so deflating as a team when you play a team like Chicago. And let's let's be honest, Ottawa's a team like Chicago too. They're not very good, but they mm-hmm. were starting to play better. And then they score on takes just a lot less opportunities for them to score. So, but that's what happens. Ottawa's on a nice little roll. And people that thought Ottawa was going to con- you just you can't continue to play at that clip of hockey over a long period of time because there's always going to be a game where a couple bad goals go in things don't go your way the puck doesn't bounce well so at the end of the day Ottawa is where they are because of their start to the season and uh, it's just like if if this was if this was if they were a playoff team right now and they had a game like that you say oh well we have games like that it was three two we lost it it happens but. Everything's been compounded because they had another shitty start and now everyone's going to dissect, oh, this player didn't play good and that player didn't play good. Well,
2: I I think they've allowed the first goal in the last six straight games, if I'm not mistaken. And and that's, Uh, and
3: that's goaltending because like good goalies, they battle through the starts of games because there's a stat in hockey when usually the team that scores first wins. So it's like,
2: it's just, man, oh God. It's so on the other side of that, by the way, Jonas Corpusalo, uh one fifteen and one, when it's uh, below nine hundred save percentage. Yeah, and like I don't want
3: to all no. over the guy, but we got Like we got to be honest here. Like we have no agenda on this show. Like it is what it is. Tell the truth. He hasn't been good enough, and you know there's other guys. Too but, that are, okay, other guys that are uh, that's too,
2: okay, so Yorky. Just we understand he hasn't been good enough. We do know he has three more years in his contract, and people are now speculating, well, let's buy him out. I don't believe that's going to happen because you've got to spread it over six years. I just don't think they want to take that kind of – they would rather move him. But are we at the point where he's now a trade target or a trade possibility to move? Do we have to move on from Jonas Corposalo, despite the fact that we're a little more than halfway through a season?
3: Nobody's touching him with that contract.
0: Yeah, you're retaining a lot of money on that contract if you're getting rid of him um and you're and you're or you're strapping a first to him which um oh. yeah. yeah we there's no yeah there's no first to give out anyway um so to answer your question i yes i think they would love to move on from him i just don't think it's a possibility um yeah, yeah. at all I, I mean what who's
2: touching them right now no one yeah Did remember, say, come, remember say, coming say, into this season though people were happy like they felt that perhaps Jonas Corpusello could be a number one goaltender. But or they you were asked, happy with the tandem and yeah. we're not seeing that. Is there, you, so do if, we just know but Yorkie, hang, do we just move on? Or do we go, well, maybe he just needs we just gotta figure this out and be ready for next season. That's if, what you I think mo-
3: if you talk to most people though, most people haven't watched him consistently over the time. Like, oh yeah, he played pretty good in the playoffs last year against Edmonton. Like he had a lot of shots. Like nobody really like his sample size as a starter is just so small and yeah like it's it. you just normally you normally don't give a contract that long to a goaltender I know that you try and entice somebody but at the end of the day Pierre Dorian had too much power during this summer when it's unfortunate that that the, the ownership group couldn't put a a gag order on him and said you're done <laughs> Like no more, no more moves. Yeah. Like you've done, you've done enough damage. Stop it, You're, you But, <laughs> like, but I do. I, at the end of the day, though, like back to Corpusella for a sec. At the beginning of the season, the Senators were giving up all kinds of opportunities, and it's like, okay, well, let's see how this team. Let's see how he plays once they start tightening up. Right. The concerning thing for me is they've tightened things up now, and. They're still losing some games that they should. Yeah. Know, like, like the Chicago. So it's, it's not like too late. There's a
0: game he didn't have to steal. He didn't have to be great in. He just had to be acceptable in. And, and um, he's not. He's not capable of doing that right now. So you have to. You have to start Forsberg for a stretch here and see if he's got what it takes. Um, to at least it, to at least give you some kind of. Trust factor from the guys in front of you, right? Cause it doesn't look like no matter, it doesn't look like it matters who's back there right now. The trust level seems very low. And a lot of that's Forsberg being injured for a long period of time. When he was really coming on, he had a tough time, right? The injury came at a tough time. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got to play his way back to that. And I think he's capable. Um, but I, I just think when Corpus Allo goes in, you can almost see it when he's in net, the guys are tentative. Um which, which shot from the outside is going to be the one that falls in, right? Like, how am I going to am I going to rack up a minus tonight because my goalie didn't see a puck for whatever reason? It, it does make
2: you appreciate Craig Anderson a whole lot more. Does it ever, Hey, eh? Does it ever? Like, how, he how never got either. the attention I, I don't think he deserved in – or never got the attention he deserved in Ottawa. He was so good, eh, Bob? Hey, this oh. is
3: my thing. We, when we had Rhodesy and Tugger on, this is – I disagreed on the one thing they said. I – I think it takes a special goaltender, mentally, to play good in the Canadian market. I, I really do, because oh, I've just I've seen yeah, it so many time. times. Craig, because Craig doesn't give a fuck. Like,
2: but <laughs> the but the Ottawa market is so soft when it comes to questioning goaltenders. I don't yes. know. We just rip. We just rip the goalie for twenty minutes. So you think you think Jonas Corpusalo <laughs> is listening to this? No,
3: no, I don't. But, but, like, but okay. so the
2: only it's the only he's got to face questions in the locker room. And those questions are going to be, well, would you like to have a couple back? Whatever. It's it's soft. I just I would just say
3: this about K market. There's a certain kind of energy inside the building after a game before a game. You just know things matter more versus Columbus nobody really cares <laughs> like besides yeah. your management. Like you can just tell in a K market how much it means to the people that live here, winning, losing. It's different. It's totally different. I, I, I played in Anaheim. People don't care. Like it's at Ottawa. Like you can just feel the energy in the building. And I just think there's a different kind of pressure, especially for goaltenders in Canadian markets. I do. I'm, and some guys can do it and some guys can't. And it's, it's obvious to this date this goaltender can't do it.
0: Yeah, and to your point, Wally, um, when you talk about what he has to answer, yes, he right, he has to field question, certain questions about it that um, that any pro player should have to stand up there and answer, of course. But it's what it seeps through For questions from his friends. You're like, oh, I heard this, family, right. Oh, I heard this. like it. It really does.
2: It seeps through. Um, okay. It finds way yep. into every part of your life. Tell me Carter Hart doesn't deal – okay, sorry, I should just use Philadelphia. Tell me Philadelphia goaltending doesn't deal with the same issues. Or if it's in Boston or Minnesota, it's not Canadian markets. You can pick lots of U.S. markets. You can. New York Rangers, like, they're all over there, guys. Yeah. Minnesota, they like, so – I do believe – having –
0: I played for Detroit, which is a big market, but it's a COVID year, so let's just cancel that out. I don't have that experience. And then I played for Anaheim where – on any given day, there was four beat writers traveling with you that had no clue what hockey like questions <laughs> were supposed to be asked. Um, they were just like they were they were like you, Wally. They just came and got on the plane for the food. <laughs> uh, but so I so I can't relate uh, right. to, but I can understand what you're saying about let's just say New York, for example. There's a big time yeah. market and 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 a hard market to play in. I still think there's a difference between what comes through in Canada because really they make their point and that's the end of it in Canada. You turn the TV on and that point's still being made 12 hours later. Cause TSN still
2: running sports center. It's just, it's just different. Maybe, I, yeah. but I will say in Philadelphia, cause it, I always remembered like Philadelphia had basically goalie graveyard as like Ottawa did for mm-hmm. better part of the 20, the two thousands, they went from Michael Layton to, mm-hmm. they just, they couldn't find anybody. And, and I just remember people like, Nobody can play in Philadelphia. And it was constantly talked about. That's all I'm thinking of. It's it feels like it's the same market to me.
3: When I was in Detroit uh, before they before they figured out their goaltending situation, uh, Tim Chevelday basically got booed out of town. Like he, he just got roasted every night by the fans. Like it was it was crazy. But I think Bob, what Bob's talking about with the media, like we're back to the old term, right? The term we used last week when you got to answer to Wally and and all the guys all the time. You got a a large amount of (laughs) appendix.
0: Where's my sweatshirt?
2: (laughs) It's coming.
3: I love it. It's in production. It's in production. (laughs) Don't be a (laughs) appendix. So so don't ask ask
2: questions questions. is what you're saying. So don't try to find out what's wrong. Just go in and say, hey, you played great. You deserved a better fate.
3: I don't know, Bob. Bob knows more about Pindex than I do.
2: yeah. It's his (laughs) phrase. uh, Yorkie, just let's
0: move on. To your point, no, Wally, there's no, nobody's saying don't ask questions, right? Players have every right to be held accountable because they're paying, that's the job. You're paid to (laughs) perform. Um, And if you're not, field a question from a pin deck it happens but <laughs> I just all I'm saying when you really when you play in a US market versus a Canadian market I just feel like the US markets have so many other sports and things going on right We're, again we'll use New York Rangers are the prime ticket for the month of March, but then baseball season starts up and you forget all about them because the Yankees are on. I'm just, just, and remember I'm using the one city. Yeah. 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 No, I don't argue with that. Yeah. And there's other sports and it's not in your face in Canada, especially let's just use Ottawa, for example, there's no other sports team. It's in your face. TSN 1200 is talking. So-and-so is talking. It's it's very hard to block it out 24 seven where other teams and other sports and other markets are able to move on to different things. So I, I just think there's a difference, but you have every responsibility to go up there and ask, and you have, you have the responsibility to ask them. We have the responsibility to answer them. It just takes a certain player to be able to end. And when it's not going well, you have to do it over and over again. It becomes very grating and it just adds to the laundry list of reasons. Things aren't going well. That's all.
2: But no, no, I get it. Yeah. And, and so I, but I just will say like from, and I'll take the 22 years experience in the auto room. we're, with pretty soft they don't come at you all the time because they we feel it too right if you're in around if I'm around you every day I don't want to keep asking you why aren't you scoring Mm -hmm. you already know you feel it so we we try to avoid it and find another topic and that's what you try to do you try to move around and skip that topic for the day and that's all I'm saying is do you want to be the argument then is don't you want to be the thing that everybody—that's why you're a professional athlete—is so that everybody can talk about you and want to be you and wear your jersey. That's not why I. I just happen You just wanted to be the good. money. I just happened <laughs> to
0: be. That's ninety percent of the players would probably. Nope. A, a lot of players would pick something else to do. They just happen to be very good at hockey, right, Yarkey? Yeah, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys that are just
3: really good at the game, and they can honestly say they don't love it.
2: <laughs> like there are guys people no, no, at this point that. you're right when was the most fun you two had playing hockey uh playoffs i love the playoffs playoffs like, yeah 20, 2017 the playoffs.
0: and then the years and yeah. then I had where we went yeah
2: but was it was it as a professional or was it playing at a different level because the professional level is so demand like i understand yeah, you paid millions, There's millions but it is it is a nothing. grind
3: there's nothing like the stanley cup playoffs the adrenaline rush You've got to be just so aware and so on top of your game. The challenge of playing in the playoffs is uncomparable. And that's why yeah. certain guys can raise their games. I, To me, that's not – it's without question. Playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs was the best time ever playing hockey. Honestly, like differently when you're sure. a kid. It's nostalgic. when you're on the outdoor rink. That's like a, yeah. a different love for a game. But most guys make it to the NHL because they have a competitive drive where they want to be really, really good – and there's no better time to test that than in the playoffs. And any player worth a grain of salt would tell you the same thing that it's the playoff. That's just me. Playoffs. Yeah.
0: yeah I'd agree with that. I, yeah. The playoffs are, are the most fun I've had. And not just in one year or run 2017 was obviously a great one. Cause we, we were there for longer, but every time you go, there's just a different feeling. And that's the most fun I've had for sure.
3: The, the most yeah. fun I've ever had though. Like, all-encompassing fun everything including <laughs> was in switzerland what a what a gong show i'll yeah, never experience
0: something like that in my life i would actually go right back to say portland maine when we went really deep in the playoffs twice there too
2: um, <laughs> man
0: that's a fun city when it's when it's bumping
2: oh, so yes all right uh back to the sense Sorry, way off okay. topic today we're not even close we're to we're all over the map anyway. here I want to get to today. I, there's, I got a concern, and I need a goal scorer's uh, take on this particular player, Bob, in our uh, today's DoorDash hot and cold performer, as always. Proudly delivered by DoorDash. Get everything you need, even at the last minute. Choose what you want from where you want. Uh, with double dash on DoorDash, you can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery. the additional delivery fees so everyone can get what they want or need. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app. And enter code NATION25. That's 25% off. Up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code NATION25. Offered valid in Canada, subject to change, Terms apply. Okay, gentlemen. Our cold performers, Josh Norris. Uh, he, last 18 games, he's got a goal and six points. He's minus five. Even his faceoffs have, have struggled. What's wrong with Josh Norris?
1: If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
0: Um, I, I gotta be honest. Um, you're coming to the end of the rope here where you say, hey, he's missed a year of hockey, right? He's been back for a while now. Um, he's played he's played a good amount of games so it's like how much longer do you give him to say you still missed a year of hockey um, the tentativeness that you probably should have showed when you got back with your shoulder not wanting to get hit like say like not feeling comfortable yep. like those those things are gone um I just think the transition between uh, DJ to jock's been tough on him he's trying to you can see that he's trying to play a little more of a 200 foot game I think he's tracked better I think he's been below the puck more. I think when you and when you initially make that switch from, hey, I got to score to let's just be better 200 feet and let the offense come. That didn't happen right away, obviously. Yeah. Um, and now it compounds and gets harder and harder to get out of it. Um, so I, I want to give Josh a little bit of kudos for taking on a different role, not a different role. He's still supposed to score. Um a little more of a challenge to be a 200 foot player. Cause I do think he's made some strides there, but he's, but he's, he's being paid $8 million to score goals. He's got to, he's got to find the back of the net and um, doing a little too much perimeter stuff for me too. And like, I was a guy that was guilty. Of that as a goal scorer, you try to get lost for time, shooting lanes and things like that. Um, where I think he's just got to get to the net a little more. I think he's got to be around the uh, call it the high, high quality scoring zone um, that, you could call it the house whatever you want to call it i I think he's on the outside of that a little too much for me right now um, I noticed it a ton in the Anaheim game um, so there so there's they're all fixable issues and they're coachable issues he's just gotta he's just gotta really try to He's got to take a lot of shots in practice. He's got to – he probably doesn't look – when you haven't scored outside of once in 18 games, you're fighting everything. Like You're fighting the puck. You're fighting the shots in practice. Um, So he's searching. So just a matter of time – to me anyway, it's a matter of time until he comes out of it. But um, he's running out of – he's running out
2: of runway. Okay. Um, But I'm going to ask you, uh, because we all know Josh, and so I don't believe this to be the case whatsoever. He just looks uninspired.
3: Yeah,
2: I don't know if I agree with that. Um,
0: I, I I think he maybe I just don't like the word because I do believe you're right about certain shifts I've noticed there or the way he's checked a little bit. Um, but he's also not a kid that, and I know him obviously. I played with him up to a degree. He's not a he's got a great work ethic, so I don't think that's the issue. I just think he's really struggling, and when you're really struggling, it's easy to pinpoint why yeah. you can you can say he looks uninspired it's easy to find examples of everything when you're struggling i yeah. that's what people used to say about me when i wasn't scoring well he's he's slow um well i've always been slow but i've scored 30 a bunch of times too <laughs> it's yeah. just like four to be exact. It, yeah it's just easy it's just easier to look at a player and say certain things about them when they're struggling mm. so um every every time he misses a hit we talk about it whatever it might be yeah. uh i don't think he's i don't think he's confident i don't think he's i don't think he's taking time off um or shifts off on purpose i think it's easy to say that but uh Uh, he's got he's he's got to figure it out and i and i don't know what the answer is i really don't do
3: you know what i find when when a guy like josh for example when things aren't going well in the nhl like sometimes you'll play where so the style Jacques wants to play he wants guys on top of the puck he wants numbers and he wants to make it hard for the other team to come to the neutral zone so the worst thing you could do in the NHL especially if you're a player that's supposed to drive plays and make things happen is kind of wait and yeah. and, and 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 like you you're trying to do the right thing and then you end up thinking about things and when you think cuz in the NHL you got to be two steps ahead most times three steps ahead you got to be very intuitive of just you're playing and you're just everything's happening organically and you're not thinking when I watch jo- when I watch Josh play right now it seems like he's thinking too much he's thinking about what he's supposed to do what the coaches want where he should be and it's he's not playing naturally and I'm, most of these guys got to the NHL from doing what they do naturally and working really really hard so to me he's just there's a hesitation in his game right now when you hesitate in the NHL it's too late the play's already right. happened it's already happened so to me, he's trying to do the right things, but he's playing too safe. He's not just playing like he did when he scored 35 that year, when he just – things things happen because you're – and DJ coached a totally different style. It was more you could get two guys caught, and then uh-huh. you got to backtrack like crazy to get back in the play where – Jock doesn't want you to get beat up ice, which is, they call that losing numbers. You go down yeah. too low, and all of a sudden, you've lost position. So, a lot of players, there's still an adjustment period there. But I'll say this with Josh's game I love him, and I've seen glimpses when he plays physical, mm-hmm. when he gets involved. He's a lot stronger than people think. I've seen him out. He's, he's a strong guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and Ottawa needs that right now. Like I'd love to, I'd love to get my hands on him and, and like just push him to be that guy because Ottawa desperately needs that guy a 200 foot center iceman that instinctively goes there you run a guy over from time to time you get big goals but you can't play that way when you're thinking too much and you're waiting and all of a sudden like bob said you haven't scored in a while then you're pressing more so
0: I think it's all up I think it's all up here i do too i think I think I like what you said and i Put it in layman's turn. He's doing a lot more reacting instead of being proactive right now. Right. He's doing a lot of reacting.
3: You yeah. can't play that way, Bob, because you just then you lose your confidence and yeah. You just sometimes sometimes the best I, this is weird to say. A lot of the top players in the world, they it's not that they don't care, but they just play. And mm-hmm. good things happen because they don't care that much about making mistakes. When but, you care a lot about making mistakes,
0: you end up playing worse. Oh, uh, it's it's the worst <laughs> feeling because I, I would think so like that bad. my whole career. Yeah. Uh, you, and then you like you make one, especially if you make it early in the game. You're just oh you're a mess for a couple shifts. Yeah. So yeah. the worst.
3: Like it's just I like I think he needs to get it out of his head too that he has to be a goal scorer they Ottawa needs more guys that are hard to play against and that can score as well. Like I'd be fine if Josh Norris was a 20 to 25 goal scorer, but was super hard to play against. I don't care if he gets 35, just mm-hmm. like you need, they need more of that and he can be that. It's just, he's trying to find himself as a player.
2: Is he carrying around $8 million on his back? And yeah, sure I, 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 Oh yeah. Right. Like, I'm wondering, that about you that.
0: Yeah. yeah. It does. It weighs did on it, you.
2: I don't even want to. for go. you?
0: Oh, oh, absolutely. You feel the weight of a contract for sure. Um, absolutely feel the weight of a contract. So and it's almost like I don't want to break it down too much because the, the simple answer is yes. And it's not
2: something that goes away. Yeah. Okay. You feel it. Because I do remember comments from you. Like, I think if you'd be struggling, you're like, yeah, well, my contract says I've got to score goals. Like, you were very open yeah. about that part of it. Being a, on the mental side of it, if you will, absolutely, yeah, it
0: was absolutely something that I thought about all the time, and there was oh, never this- a way around it because whether we, whether you guys gave me a softball for the day or whatever, <laughs> it was still being talked about somewhere else.
2: Um, yeah, this is
3: yeah, guys. This is what like I like Norris is still young enough, and he doesn't have a, a, that many games in the league yet, where you can tweak his game, and you can he can turn into that type of player. That's why I keep saying like Tarasenko's already, he's just a goal scorer that plays like Ottawa has too many forwards that we say, okay, he's a 30 goal scorer. He's a 30 goal scorer. Like you you can't have that many guys that are just, he's a 30 goal scorer. Like you need, when Matthew Joseph was playing really well, Wally, like how effective was he? Like just that guy that skates a million miles an hour, hard to play against, finishes hits and he chips in offensively. Ottawa needs more guys like that.
2: Uh, Yep. I agree with you. So, but I, I was going to move on. But the one thing I have, and everybody keeps saying, you need a 200, you need, everybody needs to be a 200 foot player, but everybody isn't a 200 foot player, right? Mm. Like no. you don't have the, like Danny Heatley wasn't a 200 foot player. Nobody said, Hey, I want Danny Heatley to backtrack more while he's filling the net with 50 goals. <laughs> and that yeah. one was always the, like Jason Spezza wasn't a 200 foot
3: player. Yeah. I but, would say though, they're, they're hell of players. I would say the game has changed considerably since 2007, though. And I, I like the heater yeah. wasn't yep. the heater was a special player, but you could cheat a little more in that era. Like every era changes. Like there were but certain I, guy, there were certain guys in that area, like on your fourth line, your fifth and sixth. Not not everybody could really skate back then. Everybody, like if you cheat right now in today's game, it gets exposed because everybody can skate. And it just wasn't like that, and it's getting. Fa- Everybody says it. Well, get, every game faster gets faster, gets yep. faster, and if the game's extremely fast. So, if you, for instance, they showed some clips last game when Timmy Stutzla, you get on the wrong side of the puck for a split second, and it gets turned over. You're in a bad position defensively, and you're automatically given a chance up because teams are just so quick at countering. Where it's just you can't you can't cheat the game because it's gonna it's gonna bite you in the ass.
2: Yes, I agree. But I also think that we are way we can't expect twelve players or twelve forwards or even yeah. all eighteen skaters to yeah. be two hundred foot players who can all score twenty-five goals again. It just doesn't make any sense. But you
3: can't have guy you can't have your top six primarily be guys that aren't two hundred foot players or your top nine. And that's the and that's the problem with Ottawa. Like let's say right now, who is who's out of Ottawa's top nine, in my opinion, yeah. Their best 200 foot player is Claude Giroux. Oh, no, it's not even a question. And you can't have a 36 year old be your best 200 foot player. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you can't. I, 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 but Claude yeah, Giroux I, I,
2: is different. When you say 36 year old player, Claude Giroux is a potential Hall of Fame candidate. Let's, I'm not let's saying give him he isn't. more respect than a 36 year old. He just beat he Shane Pinto skating in a skating
3: competition. 100%. Claude Giroux has been the Ottawa's best player of this year. I think it's safe to say that.
0: I don't argue with you. No, I don't either.
3: And because he plays smart. Like he doesn't. And I I don't care if he's surf. I'm just saying most teams like your young guys, the problem with the Senators is is their young guys haven't been taught from day one in their games to be responsible. And now we're we're seeing the after effects of it.
2: Mm. Well, there was always a, as you always brought it up, like Brady was always told to be the guy flying yeah, the zone all the fly time. Fly the zone every time, every time. Yeah. fly the zone. All right, moving on. Jeez, uh, we got to get to uh, speaking of closure. You know what? We're going to do our Wendy's. Did you know? Uh, since he's on, the, fresh on our minds, um, Wendy's in the daily and sorry, and the Wendy's Daily Face Off Survivor Pool wants to give you some free prizes. Uh, so make sure you check them out, and encourage uh, to use the uh, Daily Face Off Wendy Survivor. Uh, app which is on the da- dailyfaceoff.com uh, for those of you who want to smoke the competition Wendy's is rewarding you with your weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of team building skills download the Wendy's app and score yourself 150 bonus reward points in your first order or grab the sweet victory from mouthwatering jaws of defeat along with some fresh never frozen beef sign up to play the daily Faceoff survivor pool to win weekly prizes like the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's and the Wendy's app okay did you know On February 19th, 2008, Claude Giroux made his NHL debut as Philadelphia visited the Ottawa Senators. By the way, today is February the 19th, for those who don't know. 16 years later, Giroux sits 77th all-time in NHL scoring with 1,050 points. Uh, The 36-year-old that Yorkie thinks is old uh, is also tied with Jeremy Roenick for 58th in assists with 703. Uh, And tonight, he will face the Tampa Bay Lightning, gentlemen. They just got pumped nine to two by the Florida Panthers, who are sitting first overall in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> they just decimated the Tampa Bay Lightning. However, Tampa's played well of late. Like yeah. the, until that game, uh, they were eleven and three in their last twelve game, uh, last fourteen games. Like, yeah. but what a shellacking by the T- Florida Panthers! Yeah, Doesn't it always
3: end up like this for Ottawa. The team gets pumped the night before they come in, or the game before yes. and they come in, all pissed off to play <laughs> Ottawa. Oops. So
2: now, what happens? Yes. Yeah, well, they're going to show. show up. That's what's going to happen. Like, yeah. is this worst case scenario for the for the Ottawa Senators tonight?
3: I don't know. I, I honestly, it's past that point. It's I know True. people don't want to hear it, but Ottawa's got to start looking at a lottery pick.
2: But you're not getting the players. I, can we stop with this? You're not getting the players to go on the ice and want a lottery pick. They want nothing to do with this. So they're going to play as hard as they can. For sure. Jacques Martin is not going to coach them to play for a lottery pick. 100%. Agreed. So um, the only people that want the lottery pick sit up in the fourth level and mm-hmm. look down and wonder what's going to happen. But they have no impact on how that's going to play unless they change the roster.
3: Yeah. 100%. I agree another,
2: with you on that, yeah. Oli. I, one thing I players I, hate is hearing about lottery picks. I always used to hate know. going in the locker room. Go, hey guys, you're not that far from a lottery pick. <laughs> if you, what do you think of Macklin Celebrini? Like, yeah, <laughs> nobody's,
0: yeah, nobody in the room wants to hear that. But this is worst case scenario. I mean, you got a team that just got pumped. Um, you just got pumped by two teams that are worse than you, and there's only three, so <laughs> you got to think that they're going to have a response too. Um, I just think that. Again, the Lightning have been good. Um, I, I actually watch quite a bit of them. Uh, Couture is just fun to watch right now. and uh, I, I always watch them since a, a good buddy of mine was there when they were winning two cups together. Um, so I like watching that team play. And Would, I would, would he be in me-
2: Chicago right now?
0: Yes. Yeah. Tyler was <laughs> down there. And I, I so I tune into some of their games too. Um, that phantom call they made on Tyler with a couple of minutes left. Oh, what a bad. I was like, what, what is that? So, anyway, I, I would not want to be going into Tampa Bay right now and um, and having to play a team that just lost nine to two against a cross state rival. No, thank you. That's like so. Just it's like by getting the way, after they lose to the Kings, Yorkie. The boys are just salty oh, for a week.
2: Salty. <laughs> they want no part of that. None. So Vasilevsky allowed six goals in that game on uh, twenty-two shots for a seven twenty-seven save percentage. That's the third worst save percentage of his entire four hundred and forty-six starts, um, and his nine goals against for that game with nine goals against average. I should say a third highest in his career. Like that was a horrendous game yeah. yeah i think things will change i think things- uh, as we go to our lock of the day because i will tell you <laughs> things aren't that good ottawa all four and one in its last five visits to tampa the road record is seven and 14 this season uh and and kucherov has 46 career points in 33 games in his last 10 games against ottawa four goals 20 points uh and steven stamkos has 19 goals in 49 games against tampa uh, sorry against, against Ottawa. Ottawa. Man. So uh, Vasilevsky's last six games, a 198 uh, goals against and a nine twenty-four save percentage against Ottawa. Yeah. He I goes don't. in, I would assume, right? You put
0: him back in. Yeah, you have, to, you have to run it back with him and let him get that out of his out of his mind. Um I'm going to take Tampa. It's a hard enough building to play in. I, I always hate it playing there. It's just a hard building to win games in down there. Um, and there's going to be a, there's going to be a response. I'm going to assume that Coop came in and said, Hey, what? And the hell was that? <laughs> Never again. So um, I did say I was going to pick the Sens a lot down the stretch and obviously had them against Chicago and had them against Lennon. Um but I'm going to go ahead and take the Stanley Cup Jams for the last couple of years, two of the last three years, and, and bet on them. Yeah.
3: I'm looking at the standings right now. It's, it's tighter than you'd think in that mm-hmm. wild card race right now. You look at the Devils, they got two games in hand right now on Tampa. Five points back. Islanders are still in the mix. Tampa's not a shoe in to make the playoffs. Like, this is a big game for Tampa. Like, without a
2: question, Vassal, which is weird. It's weird because the only reason I say that is they've won 11 of the last 15 games or whatever it is. Yeah, I know. And they're still struggling. It's crazy.
3: Yeah. So like they will be ready to play. To me, this is almost a guaranteed win for Tampa. There's just, they are, they have to win this game because if they don't panic button, is going to be starting to get pressed in Tampa with all the teams creeping up on them. So I don't, I don't see Vasilevsky having another bad game. I see Tampa bringing their a game. Ottawa's not good on the road. Uh, you got some players that are struggling with their games in Ottawa and and goaltending. Let's end of the day, I'm taking Vasilevsky
2: over who Otto decides to put in that. <laughs> 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 I, well, I also need to point out that tomorrow they face the Florida Panthers, who are just steamrolling oh, at the moment. Nice. They've got one loss in their last ten
0: games. That is a wagon. That team is a wagon. Oh, um, yeah. So. Yeah. This is. Look at this murderer's row. Then you got oh, man.
3: Vegas. They can't get oh. to the Capitals quick enough.
2: We got Craig. Get a mate like, with Ovi. Ovi floating around looking for his goals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's tough. <laughs> I, I too cannot be convinced this time to take Ottawa. I will take the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. too, too many roadblocks. But right. I did pick uh, Anaheim guys, and you. uh you guys poo pooed me. Yeah. Well, you well,
3: only took it because you wanted to get back. And you said, I have no reason to take Anaheim except I need to go differently than you guys. So don't pat yourself
2: on the back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> they don't ask how you get there. They just ask what <laughs> number. <laughs> uh, uh, so oh, Travis D just said in the comments, last summer, Bobby said the Bruins would fall in the standings and the Panthers would, wouldn't repeat their performances from last year.
0: Hmm. so i was half right take
2: take that <laughs> off. i think i said the same thing yeah, yeah
0: i you yeah I just, um i'm trying to think standing here I,
2: I just don't understand how florida which i thought they were losing players and they how how dominant they've been is that is that paul maurice i, think I mean it, they have good I, don't get me wrong they've got like they some good. very good talented players yeah
0: they just got a good makeup and then Sam Reinhardt scoring 50 goals is going to be like, yeah. where did this come from? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some players that play above their contracts. Verhage is another one. Um, they're going to be in some cap problems too next year, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think yeah, so. Yeah. It, it feels like every, hand.
2: whenever a team wins a cup, they've got to dismantle it.
3: Okay. And yeah. goalie, like, let's be honest. Bobrovsky is yeah. actually playing good in the regular season. He's in the all-star game.
2: Yeah. He's, He's playing. Some, they're you know? getting,
3: they're getting goaltending and you got, You got you got angry forwards on that team that are tough to play. Like Sam Bennett, I think he's one of the best power forwards in the game right now. Like he he's a he's a tough guy to play against, Bob. Like you watch him, he makes you earn every inch of ice out there, and he can hurt you with a hit. If I am a D man, Mm -hmm. anytime he's on the ice, I got to know where he is. Yeah, you know, yeah, he can hit.
0: Yeah. No, they're just a g yeah. Well, I guess
2: All we'll right. talk about them tomorrow, but they're just a yep. just deep too. So okay, let me put this to you. We'll see how this plays out tomorrow. Ottawa will win tonight if Jason York. Their goaltender steals them a the game
0: kinda like what Chicago did to them. Hmm. If Vasilevsky gets food poisoning, a pregame meal.
3: <laughs> it can happen. It can never happen.
0: Know. You never know. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this. If they don't give up a power play goal. Yeah. yeah if they shut that. down the power play of of Tampa Bay. Good luck, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah they got to stop Nikita Kucherov, which doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't go well. Okay. Who are
0: you, Stammer, who are you and,
2: Stammer and point. They're not bad either. <laughs> who are you covering? Who,
3: okay, who are you covering? Okay. I'm gonna give up Stamko's shot, Kucherov shot, I got point in the bumper, and then I got head headman that can thread anything to the net.
2: Mm-hmm. it's who do you cover? Yeah, it's pick your poison. Well, that's why you need a goaltender. Mm-hmm. Yep. Goalies so, your best goalie killer. So who okay, then do you start Forsberg tonight and go to Corpus silo tomorrow? Or the other way around. I, I'm hoping you got a
0: better I, chance of beating Tampa Bay, so I'm going to start with Forsberg tonight, and then Sal is going to go tomorrow. That's just me.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think you hope Forsberg catches lightning in a bottle
2: and has one of those games that he's had back before he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, Anton Forsberg is. One two and one in his career versus uh the Florida uh, sorry. That's Florida. I meant to do Tampa. My apologies. I'll tell you. That's not uh, bad though. Tampa beats a lot
0: of teams pretty
2: he's lost his last <laughs> three starts to the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's won three he's one and three in his uh hmm. four lifetime starts. So yeah. uh, I I don't I don't know.
0: I never really look at the statistics of what a player has done against a team when I'm starting a goalie. I'm just like what What's going to give me the best chance to win tonight based on how yes. I feel about my guys back there? Mm-hmm. And I don't feel I don't <laughs> very, very <laughs> Corpus Allo back there, I got to be honest.
2: So No, yeah. I think it's forced. Yeah, I would yeah. be forced. All right. Yeah. Uh, until tomorrow, gentlemen, uh, tomorrow afternoon, Darren Peng scheduled to join us just at his birthday, by the way. I want to talk mm-hmm. about uh, Craig Berube, who he knows very well, obviously, get his uh, input on Vladimir Tarasenko, and what he might be thinking. As well, mm-hmm. and then maybe we'll talk about Jordan Binnington and what he thinks of the antics that wow. come with that goaltender. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle. So we'll save it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, enjoy your holiday Monday if you are celebrating. Uh, Bob, I want you to write down all the presidents and have that ready for me tomorrow. Deal. <laughs> yeah. Deal. See you, everybody. Thanks for watching.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Coming in Hot. If you enjoyed the show, hit that like button and be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode.